What is up, my peeps? Um, so this is episode five. So that means there's four previous episodes of Car Sales 101. This episode is going to be a little bit different. The reason why is because the other day at work, I had a rough day, and I didn't know um, the answer to what to do with a specific salesperson. So I had to sit down and talk to my new car director and had to kind of give me guidance on what to do. So basically, the name of this episode is going to be called this is a figured out type business. That's not only in car sales, but in every business that you are in sales or almost every business that you are in, if you want to be successful at any point or time. Um, so with that being said, I just want to let y'all know there's different ways to connect with me. You can connect with me on Facebook, Anthony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. I've been telling y'all wrong on Instagram, but it's at TNT Dad 2728 at TNTDad2728 or type in my name, I should show up. And the very last one is on LinkedIn, Anthony, in parentheses, Tony, story. Um, so the other thing is, whatever platform you're listening to, uh, make sure that you give this a review, hopefully a five-star review if you like it. If you don't like it, leave a comment. Let me know what you um, didn't like about it, and, we, and I'd like to discuss it with you. Um, but don't be a hater, please. The other thing is, is if you want to connect with me on Instagram or um, Facebook, you're more than welcome to friend me. And what we can do is if you have a question, I can uh, message you or chat with you or whatnot uh, and kind of tell you what I'm doing on the side a little bit. So now let's move on to a figured out type business. So I was going to have a little uh, podcast in between here, like a four and a half. I don't know, maybe five, maybe episode number five, where I was kind of going to go on a little rant. Um, I don't like rants, but sometimes that's what I feel like you need to go on to get some uh, stuff off your chest. So here we go. Um, so the car business is what I like to call figured out type business. So everything that you've done up to this point in car sales or at least starting, you need to take and listen to this and swallow it. Um, like you're swallowing, I don't know which pill Neo swallowed in the, the matrix, the blue pill or the red pill, but swallow it like you're going to swallow the pill and commit to it. Um, so when you want to do something, and you want to be successful at it, you're not going to always have the game plan. And if you want to sit there and wait for a game plan every time uh, that you are told something, it's not going to work out. There's sometimes you just have to figure it out. You're not going to have the answer every time. And if you look for the answer every time from the sales manager or somebody else, you're not going to be successful in the business. Sometimes you got to put your um, foot out there or put your neck out there and you got to learn. You're going to fail. You're going to do something miserable, um, but you got to fail and learn. I'm just telling you, there's been a couple times in the car business I've done deals that I've lost a ton of money, five grand, and it was just by a stupid, stupid mistake, um, not intentionally. So at the end of the day, I did learn from that mistake, and I typically have never made that mistake again. And I made mistakes in the car business several times, but I had to figure it out. So with that being said, there's this one particular salesperson um, in my group, but there's also other salespeople within my group that sometimes um, they come up to me and they have to ask me a question over and over again. And you and I have to remind you, I've been in the car business for about seven or eight years. Not all of my salesmen, but some of my salesmen have been in the car business a lot longer than I have. Um, that being said, they're experienced in what they do, but they haven't made that next step mentally. Um, now, I'm not saying that they don't know that or they just are not one to do that. But this particular salesperson has accused me time and time again of doing things that I'm not doing, um, giving her bad leads, um, 
doing this, doing that, not doing proper follow-up, just all sorts of things. And she comes in in a very negative attitude to whereas to the point I try to typically not go around that particular salesperson or even be around them. And that's not a good environment to be in. It's very toxic. But with that being said, it's one of those things where it's a figure-out type business. I can't sit there and babysit certain salespeople over and over again. If you've been in the car business for two years, there's a lot of things you should learn that you should a lot of things that you should learn that you should not be babied on. So one of the some of the things I'm going to go over are going to be very important to learn from. So don't be dependent. Don't sit there and and go into some 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 sort of business and be dependent on every little question to be answered by the manager, the finance manager, um, whoever it may be. Sit there and when you ask them a question, you know, it might take you two or three times, or it might just take you whatever you need to do to learn is to physically do the job yourself or uh, do it and, and fail at it, and that way you can learn it. But don't sit there and become physically dependent, mentally dependent on that particular manager or that particular finance manager or that particular salesperson in order to, to pin your, depend on your success. You sometimes just have to sit there and go out there and figure it out. Um, become independent. Take a guess in what that next step might be. Take a guess in what the sell, the customer might say that you might have to overcome objection-wise. Take a guess in you know, what they might say or what they might do or you know put them on a particular vehicle that they didn't want to buy in your on your inventory now i'm not saying don't sell them something just in spite to sell them something but if they're looking for a white you know particular vehicle they might be open to a different color and if you can sit there and switch them on that do that don't become one of those salespeople that you have to be um, an order taker and take every order from them you know, I have particular salesmen that will take every order from this from the customer, but won't take the time to try to actually sell them a vehicle. So now they become dependent upon the manager to help them out and help them sell that car. Same thing with a finance manager. You know, they've they've been in, unable to answer that finance question, even though you've told it told them ten times. You know, they become dependent on that finance manager to come out and help them. So as you know, you get educated in the business, learn what people are saying. You know, if the manager goes out there and takes takes a turn, go out there and listen to them and, and hear what they have to say. If you have a finance manager that most of them are very arrogant and, and the reason why is because they've been in the car business for quite a while or they've been in that position and they're typically some of the best closers in the dealership. Not always, but they are typically some of the best closers in the dealership and they have that kind of arrogance about them. Um, whether that be good or bad, you know, some of them will be talk to you with open arms and teach you what they need to teach you. And if you have that particular finance manager at your dealership, go in there with open arms, go in there with uh, not open arms, an open mind and learn from them. Don't sit there and think that you know it all or that you know every close. There's a lot of things that they can teach you. And just make sure whenever they do go out on a turn for your customer or do simple things for you, that you open up your mind, you sit there and you learn from what they're saying. Don't just sit there and go out there just to watch them close them or be, you know, um, in shock by how they did close them. Learn what they said to close them. Learn the techniques of what words they used or the gestures that they did use or how they talked with their hands in order to close that customer and be repetitive about it. 
Take it home. Learn it. Don't just sit there and watch it. Another thing is, is um, learn, don't just do, uh, which kind of goes back into the thing where that the salesperson, the sales manager, the finance manager goes out there and talks to your customer. Don't just learn. Do what they tell you to do. Uh, sometimes I would, when I was in, when I started out in the car business, um, there was one sales manager that man, he would tell me to say some crazy stuff crazy stuff like stuff that i thought would get me punched if i told it to a customer um, whether it was good or bad it kind of tested my limits and took me out of my comfort zone and when it took me out of my comfort zone i learned to either how to react from it or i learned how to um you know get scared by it over time i learned how to react and sit there and and overcome that objection and and let the customer say what they have to say um, so if the sales manager tells you to say a particular thing, listen to him. Don't just learn it. Do it every time. Because if that sales manager has to tell you to say, to say the same thing every time, you're you're not you you're you're just regurgitating what they're saying every time, and you're not going to last long. It's just the manager is not going to put up with it. You're you're not educate you're not educating yourself. You're not picking up off picking up off anything. You're not doing anything. Um, to better yourself in the car business or any type of sales, um, think before you ask. Um, so what that means is um, think before you ask a question to the manager. So, and I know I'm talking at, uh, as the aspect as a manager, but I know sometimes when I would go up to the sales manager, I knew if I asked this particular question, I knew the answer that I was going to get. So I knew not to ask that question because I knew what was going to come back for me. But whenever you go up to your sales manager or your finance manager and you go, hey, boss, I, I can't close this customer. This customer just isn't listening to me. They're going to run you through a whole gamut of, well, did you say this? Did you say that? Did you say this? Did you say this when they said that? And what that means is when you go up to your sales manager, say, hey, boss, I went out there, talked to the customer. Um, I told them this. I told them that. When he asked, I said this, I said that, I said this, I said that. And at that point in time, if you come over everything that they would have questioned you on or asked you on, you know, at that point, it's the sales manager's, it's typically the sales manager's job to do one of two things, to either go out there and talk to your customer or give in to what, the, um, what it takes to close that customer. But think before you go ask them a question. Don't go up there blindsiding them or not blindsiding them. Don't go up there and ask them the same questions over and over again. And, you know, expect them to not get frustrated or not sit there and, you know, look at you as if they told you that a million times. So analyze what that particular manager is going to allow you to ask them. If you don't sit there and learn, and this is in any business, this is not, this is not just in the car business. I've been in the um, calibration world where, you know, you had to, you know, test stuff. And I knew that if I didn't do this, this, and this, um, that I couldn't get this result. And if I went through all this, then I need to look somebody higher or ask a question about somebody. And if I need to ask them that question, I need to sit there and say, hey, why well, did I perform this action, this action, this action? And it didn't result in the uh, thing that I thought it was going to result in. Um. Another thing is that you need to do is you use deductive thinking, not only deductive thinking, but use self insight, um, self assess yourself, learn about yourself. 
So sometimes when you are going to close a car deal or you're trying to sell a sell a customer, um, you kind of what I used to do is when I didn't sell that customer or if I did sell that customer, there was two things I would do. If I sold the customer, I would self-analyze, self-assess myself and say, hey, what did I say during this point and this point and this point that got the right answer that it needed to be? Um, and if they didn't, if I didn't sell or if I didn't close them, what did I not say that I would typically say that I just did out of reaction? Um, and and learn from yourself, learn from your actions, learn what it is that you said and didn't say to get to where you needed to be. You know, I think sometimes in sales and not only car sales, but any sales, we look at everything from point A to point B. So I need to get from point A to point B and typically salespeople in general want that straight line. They don't want to deal with uh, adversity or objections or whatnot. And if for some odd reason they get thrown off that line and have a detour, they get, they get completely lost. And that's when they have to go back to the manager. That's when they have to do everything. And they can't sit there and think for themselves. They can't analyze, well, what did I say? What did I do when the last time that sales or that customer said this? that I did in order to get the result and the answer that I wanted to, to get them back on the straight line to finish my um, path from point A to point B. And sometimes it's as simple as just either a hand gesture, might be as simple as, you know, your confidence in your words. It might be as simple as saying, hey, if I could do this, would you do that? Uh, And it's just all simple things. Or if you took them on a test drive and you learned what it is that um, they needed most, whether it might be safety, whether it might be um, amenities, you know, air conditioned seats, whatever it may be. There's those particular things that you have to pick on, pick up on, and what I like to call those are hot buttons. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get into that in this topic right here, but that hot buttons might be those cer- certain particular things that you know when you stray off from point A to point B, it gets you back on that path. Um, so the other thing is. Is uh, take a chance. Um, don't sit there and uh, I know you hear this all the time from entrepreneurs and other people that you know you need to fail. Um, I'm huge on trying not to fail, but that doesn't mean I don't fail whenever I sell cars or whenever I did anything in finance. I failed very significantly. There was times I said things when I shouldn't have said things. There's times when I acted when I shouldn't have acted. But at the end of the day, take a chance, you know, sit there and learn. Um, One thing that I did like whenever I was selling cars is the Motor Trend uh, brand that came into us to kind of taught us a lot of things. I would watch videos. So here's one thing. If you don't have the proper training at your dealership, doesn't mean they're a bad dealership. Sometimes they're just not adequately, adequately set up to train you. And what that means is that they just don't see the need in paying to train you or they just don't have the time to train you. Some sales pros out there are going to tell you to, you know, leave that place, leave that dealership, so on and so forth. I'm not a huge believer of that because you can always self-teach yourself and become a better salesperson that way. Um, The other thing is, is when you self-teach yourself versus having the manager teach you. Now, don't get me wrong. Managers in certain dealerships have a particular way in which they do business, but when you self-teach yourself, you learn different tools that sometimes aren't accessible at that dealership. So, if you want to um, 
you know, get better, you're going to have to take a chance. Um, not only in educating yourself and learning, but take a chance. And when the sales manager tells you to say something, take that chance, learn from it. Um, if you never did this one thing, try it this way. You know, if you're going to send an email out and there's a particular way that you word the email, take it and word it in a different way. You know, sometimes some customers need, you know, I wouldn't say a slap in the face, but they need to be, you know, hey, I, I, I take my profession serious. You know, I don't come into work to not sell you a car. I come into work to sell you a car. And with that being said, in particular, you are not being mean to the customer. You're just letting them know that your time is valuable. You know, one thing that I've noticed in the car business is the degradation degradation, I don't know if that's the right word, but that the salesperson has depleted in its customer service business. Now, don't get me wrong. I think sometimes when you get negotiated down and you're back of invoice, back up, hold back, whatever it may be, that you um, your customer service goes out the window. Um, when you've been below cost and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't believe customer service is a necessity because at that point in time, you're not making any money and it's just totally invaluable at that point. But with that being said, the customer service switch should have, could have been flipped on a long time ago if you would have landed them on the right car, so on and so forth. Um, but sometimes, you know, you need to tell that customer and take a chance to, hey, look, I do this to support my family. This is my profession. You know, when you continue to negotiate with me or you continue to um, bring down the value of what it is I do, it affects me directly, affects my family, affects everything like that. And that's what I mean by taking a chance sometimes. Um, I don't mean taking a chance in a bad way, but take a chance in a good way and see what, what they come back and say. Um, I typically don't get very scared in what I say, but sometimes I'll say some things that are a little bit off the wall. Um, because we all lose our temper every once in a while, but I do like to see what I can get away with and what I can't get away with. I don't do it in a rude fashion, but I do it in a fashion where, hey, look, this is what I do. This is my profession. Um, the other thing is <clears throat> take on um, – a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this one, but take on tasks that are not your particular responsibility. And so – I've been in the car business for about six or seven years. Before that, I was in calibration. And one of the words that made me the sickest and made me the cringe the most is, well, that's not my job. No. Every once in a while, I wouldn't say you wouldn't catch yeah, you you wouldn't catch me saying that, but I would be lying. There's certain particular aspects of my job that I just can't do. I can't go above, I can't go beyond. So it's above my pay grade. That's just something that I cannot do. But I will typically take on certain tasks that aren't within my job title but what that shows to not only managers but those that are your peers is that sometimes you're just willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done um, so you know if the desk manager is asking you to go hey make sure you go out there and um, put the balloons on every vehicle every day it's not particularly your job but you don't sit there and argue with the sales manager but go out there and do what he asks. You know, that might turn into something bigger later on. Or if the finance manager says, hey, can you come in here and help me strip deals? Very tip, very, not very often they'll do that. But if they're, if they're willing to, you know, put that into your court, go in there and learn it. 
Um, if a desk manager asks you to do a particular task that you would think would be what typically a sales manager does or a finance manager does or a delivery manager does, go out there and do it. Take that task on and achieve it because what that does is it just expands your, your knowledge. So before I got into finance as a salesperson, I was able to look at dealer trades. I was able to look at invoices. I was able to do a lot of stuff that typically I didn't wasn't supposed to do. I was able to go into the comments of the used cars and add comments in there. I was given a lot of particular tasks that weren't my job, that weren't required of me, that didn't pay me any extra, but I did take those on and I learned a lot. So when I did get promoted into finance or sales manager position, I did learn that, you know, these tools that was that I was took on um, in my previous career, they gave me the um, knowledge and the know-how to do it later on in my career. So don't sit there and if a sales manager asks you to do something, don't eliminate yourself from it. And if they ask you to do something, go out there and do it. Or if sometimes you see the GM or the GSM, they're having issues or they need your help or a sales manager needs your help, go out there and take on that responsibility. Take on that job. Um, but on the on the flip side, don't abuse yourself. Don't take on too many responsibilities because you still have to sell cars at the other day. So know what your limit is and you know have that talk with the GM or the sales manager if you feel like you're taking on too many things. So I want to reiterate, this episode is kind of out of order but not out of order. Um, I just want to let y'all know that this is um, this particular business is you know, a figured out type business. Don't sit there and rely on people all the time to do it, come up with the answers that you need, the, the answers that you need to. Sometimes you're just going to have to figure it out on your own, what it takes to get this done, what it takes to get that done. So I'm going to go over a few key points real quick, and then I'm going to end this uh, episode uh, on a good note. So uh, don't become dependent uh, on those that are around you. Sometimes you're going to have to think outside, your, think outside the box. Um, don't let, learn, don't just, just do. So if the sales manager is telling you something, don't just learn, just don't listen to it, do it. So learn it, educate yourself on it. That's actually a little backwards. So don't just listen and learn and do. So that's how I kind of want to word that one. Think before you ask. So if you're going to go up to the sales manager and ask them a question, make sure you think of what they're going to sit there and run you through in order to get you the answer that you want. Um, because they're going to ask you the same question over and over again. Did you take the customer on a test drive? Did you do this? Did you do that? Um, look and self-analyze yourself after you did uh, either sell or not sell a car and take away tidbits that you did or didn't uh, do from it. Um, take a chance. If you're going to sit there and do something outside the ordinary, make sure you're able to take that chance. Don't just sit there and say, well, if I don't get this, I'm going to do that. Take that chance and step outside your box. And the very last thing, sometimes take on tasks that aren't your responsibility. And what that allows you to do is learn more things that are outside of your realm and, and that you're not uh, that you're not accustomed to do. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end on what I like to say, um, Sid Clevenger says, we all win when we all win. So peace out. Y'all have a good Thanksgiving week next week. If this episode hits before then, whether it be on iTunes or whatnot, make sure you leave me a review. That's the only thing that I ask. I don't have anybody paying me to do this. So um, with that being said, um, I appreciate y'all for listening to this. Like I said, leave me a review. You can connect with me on Facebook, um, 
Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it may be. All right. Peace out.